We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast, sponsored by Yahoo. Um, here, back for week seven. My name is Chris Kirkwood. I am your host, uh, screen name Kirk Dees, with my boy, co-host, Brian Jester, the head honcho of Occupied Fantasy. Um, what's going on this week, my man? How you doing? Bro, you and I, we're talking all week how, how rough week six was. I, I, and I told you, I've never had a slate where I was literally winning for 99.9% of the slate until the final play. It was, uh, last week was tough. I'll say that. Yeah. Let's let's get into last week. Shall we? Um, just completely absurd. Absolutely absurd. So I was tilt. So first of all, I I would have bet like a hundred grand on my lineup winning last week. Like I was so confident. So basically all these optimal fish, out there like if you saw the the lineup it was the same one they all played it it was uh it had um Devonte booker with for the the running back play and i was like first of all the giants are going to get smoked this guy's inefficient this all this line is terrible and it's like and i'm looking in like that range like that you know jonathan taylor just like stood out to me as like you know he they're playing the texans this guy is like as good as it gets he's 23 bucks I can make this work. Um, and uh, I didn't really like, and it, they also it had a uh, Devonte Adams and I didn't really like the price on Adams last week or the, the situation and matchup. And I, so I was like, conf- like that was a little bit scary, like having to fade a huge game for him, but I didn't, I honestly didn't think he was going to have a big game and he didn't. And I was tilted at halftime with like, I think Taylor had like two rushing carries or something. And it was like, I was like, what the hell is going on? But then, you know, they fed him and he did what he does. So I was like out front cruising, you know, absolutely cruising. And I was like, I told my girl, cause I was like, what the hell happened? Like, I literally like was so mad watching that Patriots game. Um, like that should have been over 
about five different times. And it just broke out into the craziest shootout, went into overtime. And, uh, you know, everybody's last play there was CeeDee Lamb, who I didn't have. I, I did like him, but it wasn't like that standout of a play to me. Um, and I just I couldn't just couldn't quite afford him with my build. But, um, you know, and I and I got like floor games from uh, Terry McLaurin, who I, I liked, um, you know, that was kind of like the, the pivot off of Devante in order to allow me to get uh, Taylor. Anyway, we saw what happened. CD breaks the freaking slate, like in with just absurd way. They had to get overtime. They had to hit two point conversions. They had to, to be able to, you know, throw an 80 yard pass to Kendrick Bourne to get in there. And it was just like so absurd. And they kept feeding CD lamb. They couldn't tell. And then that touchdown at the end. So like, I went from like crushing to like losing a tiny bit, like, and I was just like, what the hell happened? You know, like, and it, yeah, it was so nuts. Just got hit by a uh, truck, like out of nowhere. Right. Like it was, it was, and this was all sites for me too. And it was, it was, not as bad as the week before with the Cleveland Chargers game going with Tyreek Hill. I'm, I say it's even worse. Like, you know, like, cause at <laughs> least Tyreke we too. know that with Tyreek, like, you right. know, like an 80, 80, like at any, any play an 80 yard touchdown could break out. So you're like always sweating a little bit, right. but uh, I know, I know. Believe me, believe yeah. me, a lot of basically all of my content this week, all the videos and podcasts I've done this week has been uh, just tilting about week six and uh, just trying to get it out there in the open so we can all collectively move on to week seven because uh, you know it, it's it was a tough time so I think it's time to to look ahead and, and and let's try to turn this around. Yeah, I mean I could go on for another freaking thirty minutes and start <laughs> pulling up uh, players that I play against and all that, or whatever. All right, anyways, so we're on to week seven forward thinking show. First of all, we gotta we gotta um, we gotta. Do a little housekeeping here for Yahoo. Yahoo is the place to play this season. Absolutely. If you're not playing there, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably playing there by now or else I don't know what's stopping you. But if you haven't joined with Grinders 25 um, promo code, they'll, they'll hook you up. And then, uh, you know, what's been great is they've been doing tons of overlay contests, the million dollar baller. It's uh, up to $20 this week again. But, you know, if you look, if you click on the actual contest and just look at the management fee, that's the rake negative 17.6% built in like that's that's built in you know even if it fills so like they're it's just free money it's the best contest it's great structure 100k to first they're doing the live final they're giving you the live final seat there with it anyways um you guys should be playing there plus there's plenty of overlay to be had if you just look there every week um so come on keep I, everybody there's a lot of people keep I keep seeing new names, new names, new names, some familiar names that are coming. Everybody, just come over and play there. Play with us. Um, and uh, how's how's your bankroll challenge going? Uh, it's pretty rough now. So, uh, yeah, we were up to, <laughs> we were up to a, a year-long high before last week. Uh, that was basically chopped in half this week with everything going as poorly as it did. So, uh, uh, a little setback, but, you know, I'm, I'm here to grind. Uh, so, we're ready for week, lucky, week lucky number seven. So, this is our week, man. This is okay. So, let's talk about the slate. So, the slate's... 10 games, a lot of teams on buys um, stood out is there's two games with 50 point totals. Um, one of them is a 57 and a half point total. So that's the chiefs Titans. That's going to be the, the juiciest spot. Um, then there's the lions Rams for 50. Um, and so you could say like, those are the games, but then, however, if you look, take it a step further, if you just look at team totals, you know, we do have five teams with pretty massive team totals. We got the Chiefs with a 31 point team total. We got the Packers just a tick under 30. 
um, from a team total perspective. Rams at 33, they're massive favorites um, in a revenge game, both sides, uh, Lions and the Rams. So you get Stafford revenge, you get Goff revenge. Um, should be interesting. Um, Bucks with a 30-point total. Arizona Cardinals with a 32.5-point team total. So if you just focus from the team total perspective, there should be a lot of plays. But, you know, we don't know how close all these games are going to be. But um, I'm not one to usually put a ton of weight in on, on uh, with big screen. You know, if I like a play, I'm going to play it uh, regardless. Um, so I think there's a lot of opportunity this week. Um, the pace up games, at least from like um, the, the blitz uh, RG uh, Derek Carty's uh, projections. Um, he's got the Eagles Raiders with the most plays then uh, followed up by the Falcons Dolphins game and then the Lions Rams. Um, I don't know if uh, that with some other content from uh, other guys that I respect in the industry, they also listed those games as pace up spots. So those are three games from the pace up spot to target. Then you, you compare that with the Chiefs Titans, which is just massive plays, but all priced up plays pretty much, you know, Mahomes extremely expensive. Um, Derek Henry, extremely expensive. So it's interesting how we'll talk about how to play that game, but yeah, that's the slate, man. And, you know, just when we were talking pre-show, just what stood out to me is like every, there's not a, I don't feel really comfortable with anything yet at this moment. I haven't found that, that happy place that I, you know, got to on Saturday going into Sunday last week where I was like, my lineup is going to crush. Um, I don't feel like that yet. So let's uh, figure it out together on the show. But is that kind of what you're thinking as well? Yeah, it's tough, man. It's always tough. One, we got all these teams on by this week and all the good plays are basically off the board. Then two, we have three three games with total or with spreads above 12 or 14. So just three massive favorites. And that's always tough in general to deal with, at least for me, right? Because from a tournament perspective, I'm always looking to bring it back on the other side. And if three of the best teams on the slate are playing against three teams with the worst team totals, it makes it really tough. And we see a lot of more casual lineups get there with 2-0 stacks and 3-0 stacks. And then if you drop down to the main lineup this week, there's just not a ton of, of clear Yahoo value. And the ones that are, you have to take a leap of faith in some spots. So it's, it's definitely tough, but I'm, I'm happy to walk through it and figure it out together. Yep. So we'll do our best to identify what the talk's going to be and uh, who, who we like. Um, I kind of put a focus on my main lineup, but you know, I'm, I'll be max centering the ball or two as well. I haven't had a, well, I had a, uh, I haven't had a big week yet. I had a couple of decent lineups last week, but nothing great that great. Um, it's coming. I, I, it's coming. It's got to come. I, and plus I'm always like, getting in a time jam right before lock. Like I'm always screwing something. It's and, your go-to and, move, man. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like you'd learn at this point. But still. I, know, I, I don't. It's it's, and I always leave it to like, even though I know I, I just get bogged down doing something else. Uh, so this is the week where I, it all comes together. Um, all right. Look, we're going to do quarterback top values followed by our main preferred plays. We're going to do that for each position, QB running back wide receiver and tight end. We'll give some stacks along the way, ideas along the way. So starting off at the quarterback position, um, I wrote down for top values um, was, I wrote down Derek Carr actually. Um, and he's $25. Now that doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies, but uh, he did have a big week last week, 341 yards uh, with his first game without Gruden plus two TDs. Um, they were playing faster. Um, he is, which was kind of crazy to me. He's second in the league in passing yards. Um, he has a much higher ADOT this season. So the play makes sense. It just, we don't get that. 
he doesn't fit the mold really with the rushing upside. Although he, I do have some, I remember when he was rushing, he had a rushing couple of rushing. It's always it's possible that he could do a rushing touchdown, but uh, I wouldn't put much stock into it, but that's the, the first guy I wrote down. Um, the other guy I wrote down, which I definitely don't feel comfortable with at this point would be Matt Ryan, just because of a price play at 25. There are like other guys from a projection projection standpoint that are kind of popping. Um, let me pull it up here. It was, um, Oh, Mac Jones. Um, no, thank you. I mean, I, he's looking better and better, but um, I mean, he, he just doesn't bring any rushing upside. Belichick loves to run the ball. This is a matchup where they should have the upper hand in against the Jets. So I think this will be a running back led game for the most part. And then there's Jared Goff and the revenge now, like a part, like I will play some in the baller for sure of Jared Goff because you never know. Um, but uh, man, massive, massive, uh, uh, underdog in this game you know he's probably more likely to throw more picks than touchdowns um but uh anyway those those are that's what i wrote down for the value plays to start um but back to matt ryan um he's last two games have been decent he did two games going against washington you know he threw four tds 29 fantasy points uh he does get ridley and uh russell gage back this week so that's a that's an uptick Miami's defense is banged up. They don't have Xavier Howard. They don't have Byron Jones. They're 26th DVOA versus the pass. They're 24th in DVP versus the quarterback. So they're giving up a lot of, a lot of fancy points to quarterbacks each and every week. They're 29th in DVP versus the wide receiver. So that, you know, I do like a, a Ridley Ryan pairing, um, but that's all I got. What do you, what no, do you it's, got? Ed, I mean, so I, I had those same guys circled, right? Derek Carr, Matt Ryan is the two, I guess the best values, but you know, like you mentioned, they're both just like statuesque pocket passers. And as we talk about every week, we at least want our quarterback to have some sort of rushing upside just to insulate us a little bit from a poor passing performance. Like, you know, the reason we play Jalen hurts, even though by halftime every week, we always play the game. Well, how's Jalen hurts going to get the 25 points this time. And he always does because of his rushing and he's able to get there because it gives you a backup plan in the case that the passing game goes South. And we won't have that with Derek Carr. We won't have it with Matt Ryan, but the nice thing that stands out to me on this week that we, we know is tough is that both of those guys are in those games that you mentioned as pace up spots. They should be in competitive games and the totals aren't bad 48, 49 points. So uh, I think if you, if you do drop down, down to the values those are the two guys to target and then for your main lineup if you're not playing one of those two i think i would personally be more comfortable with Derek carr in that spot um but if you're paying up a little bit stafford is only six more dollars right 30 31 bucks as a big favorite just the question is you know will he have to pass much in this game yep so that's that's the main preferred play that are coming up i actually wrote down first patrick mahomes we'll get to him in a second but i had stafford number two stafford is the projection play he's going to be very popular um, cause he's only 31 bucks. Um, they have, uh, the, the massive team total, um, the Rams do have 33 point team total. You get the little revenge narrative. Um, and the, the defense is just so terrible that he's up against in Detroit 25th, uh, DVOA. Um, actually, I, wait a minute. Let me, let me pull that up. I wrote something down wrong. Not that it's a big deal anyway, but, um, let me pull it up here. But yeah, like while you're pulling that up, so Stafford, you know, again, on this on this big team total, 
Uh, and, and that's, that's the big question is, is him, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, will they have to pass much? At least the nice thing about Tom Brady, for if we're talking about these, these quarterbacks in these big situations, they've shown that they'll pass no matter what the, the score of the game is. You know, I don't know if the same can be said for Stafford and the Rams and, and Kyler and the, and the Cardinals. Yeah. So that's what I was getting to. So they're 25th DVOA versus the pass, which is good, but they're also 32nd um, DVP versus the run 26th DV. OA versus the run. So this very easily could be a Henderson game. I mean, this is typically what you want for a Henderson game, right? Like, so Henderson's usage is just, he's, he's running away. As long as he's healthy, he's getting fed. Right. And then you look and they're 16 point uh, home favorite against the bad defense. So this is a spot. This is, this is a spot where he, they, he should absolutely go off uh, Henderson. And if Henderson's going, I mean, only, how how often are Henderson and Stafford both going off together in this in the same game? Not not very often. Henderson could get some some passing game work. So I mean I guess that's possible. But um, I could see this play being more hyped up and everybody just jumping on, you know, because of the 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 narrative here with the revenge. And I, maybe I'll just choose to make my spot with Henderson and not and play somebody different. And you know. Yeah getting up to Mahomes would be the guy for me. I mean, this is the game, right? 57 and a half point total. And it, like, he's not going to be the chalk. Um, yes. And uh, Titans 27th and DVOA versus the pass 27th DVP versus QB 31st DVP versus wide receiver. So like passing game rocket emoji for, for Kansas city and this Kansas city offense is still great. Like, even though they're not winning, every week their offense most points per drive and that's with nine turnovers inside the opponent's 40 yard line so they've made uncharacteristic uh turnovers that have cost them and cost fantasy points for for Mahomes but that's that's going to regress and that's going to come back to normal this offense is going to be efficient like always um leads the NFL in, in touchdown passes plus uh all QBs and fantasy points so I want to try to get to Mahomes is what I'm saying I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I mean, the, the, the game total is so much higher than other games on the board. His, his, his ceiling is so much higher than most of the quarterbacks here. And when we don't have a rushing value quarterback that we feel comfortable with, I think the play is to go up there and yeah, we don't have, as we get to these other positions, we don't have the, the crushing values like we normally do or clear mispricings, but there's enough value to get there. Right. And if, if that safety and that upside of Mahomes is enough to, uh, to counter to, to offset that, then I think it's worth playing. So Mahomes, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I have him written down too. And if you can make it work, he's definitely a great uh, main lineup play. Just because, like you said, most people are, are going to play Stafford, or if they're super projections heavy, they'll play those value guys. And then, um, I mean, I got to mention the other guys from here. Um, Kyler Murray. You know, so the, the interesting thing with Kyler is the price is still high. He did have a good game last week against Cleveland but he's not running. Right. So he's, he's, and he's been having this shoulder issue. And the last year we, he went through a stretch where he didn't run as much and they blamed it on the shoulder issue. And it seems like we're going through that now. And also because uh, you know, he didn't really have to last week against Cleveland, but um, you know, he threw four passing touchdowns and, you know, you can usually count on him for a rushing touchdown. You haven't been able to the last two weeks, three weeks, actually. Um, but if uh if he is getting healthy, he's not on the injury report or anything like that. Um, then I think, you know, maybe this is the week when he gets back to, to rushing a little bit. Um, and, you know, this is just a 
cupcake matchup against uh, the Texans. So a big game is certainly there for him. Uh, Lamar, 38. Man, it was tilting with Lamar. Just lucky that like everybody else played Lamar too. So it was like, didn't really matter, at least for like on the main lineup perspective. Dude, every, man, dusty, every dusty running back scored. Every of- <laughs> single one. Devontae, just watching Devontae Freeman just go off. And Le'Veon scored. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Absolutely, all three of them. Um, man, just ridiculous. Uh, it's just not what you're counting on when you put Lamar in your <laughs> in your lineup. And then their defense played so well, and they just didn't really have a threat with the the Chargers. That uh, that game just didn't go as planned. But this is a good bounce back spot. Might be a little slower from a play volume perspective, but Cincinnati is a defense certainly that he can exploit. I'm not worried about anything. So he's got to be in play. Tom Brady's got to be in play at 34 bucks um, with uh, his 30 point team total there. Um, And then, uh, and Jalen Hurts. So like, I'm, man, I'm, I'm like tempted because I, because I tell you, I, I, you know, I think a league of mine is playing too many players in my builds um, for max entry. I'm tempted to just that be my entire QB pool car, Ryan, Mahomes, Stafford, Murray, Brady, Lamar hurts, and then maybe Aaron Rodgers, and then just call it a day and not mess around with any of these other um, cheaper plays that will probably end up going off and cost me. But <laughs> I mean, I think it's fair though, right? Cause like so the, the main decision you have to make this week, if you're making multiple lineups is do you include the blowout games and the blowout quarterbacks in your player pool? And I think for smaller contests. And in, in fact, if, you know, I'm trying to three max the smaller contests every week. Yeah. I may include the favorite quarterbacks and those, those, those uh, blowout games in my stacks. And for me personally, again, this is my personal strategy for 150 max in NFL. I try to have six quarterbacks that I, I focus on, and that really allows me to get all the different combinations. If one of those quarterbacks go off, I get enough combinations in my lineups uh, to get near the top of the leaderboard. And so the decision there is, do I include those guys there, or do I focus on those higher paced, lower total games, Jalen Hurts, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, uh, Tua, those types of guys. I think for the baller and other 150 max contests of, that are really large, I think I'm leaning towards those closer matchups um but it's a decision to be made this week yeah that makes a lot of sense um interesting so that that's what i got you got any other like guys that stand out to you or anybody like Tannehill? do we want to play Tannehill in that in that high total game i mean we probably should right like everyone's expecting derrick henry but like i mean man henry is just a beast (laughs) i just keep thinking maybe maybe one day the 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 variance in the touchdowns will go through the passing game to the run game. It just literally never happened. So I, I mean, again, you assume if they're trailing in a high total game that they have to pass more, which should bode well for Tannehill. But we've seen this play out time and time again. I faded Henry on the single game, um, and then he just that that he looked so fast and like yep. so huge and strong when he got in that first touchdown that he broke. Those are the type of slates you know you can just turn it off after the first quarter, though, right? I, think, like, I was right, still done. hanging in there, though, because I had, like, digs and, like, digs got a touch. So I was hanging around, but um, I don't even know. I think I may have even won money, but I don't remember. Um, too busy with NF, uh, with NBA now. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy. My, my brain is jumbled. But, all right, let's bring it over to running back. Uh, this is where it gets kind of gross to me. So um, I wrote down for the values. I wrote down Josh Jacobs. Um and he's 19 bucks, right? This is a guy who's talented, who hasn't been very efficient this season, but um, the talent is there for sure. 
Philly is definitely worse this year against the run. Um, the interesting thing is uh, he does have TDs in each of his last two games. He's got, he's tied for third in rushing touchdown. He's only played four games. Well, it's because not many people have had a lot of rushing touchdowns, but um, Eagles 25th uh, rush DVOA 27th and DVP to running backs. Um, but Drake, Kenyon Drake, who they spent a lot of money on, you know, finally, you know, with, with Gruden out in last game, started to look good and got, got some work last week. Um, so he's coming on. That's a concern. Um, and uh, he's been under 90 yards in his last 10 games, under 90 yards rushing for Josh Jacobs. So yeah. it's, it's not a home run spot by any means. Now he, he's a guy that could find the end zone a couple of times in a game. It wouldn't shock me at all. Um, and he's talented. So, and the matchup is, is good. And it's a, it's a game that we've already said we liked. Um, the next guy I wrote down, Devontae Booker, who I thought was just Your not favorite play. play. Your yeah. absolute favorite play. <laughs> yeah. Just not, oh man, never mind. Um, I don't, I don't know how these people clicked on him last week, but anyway, um, four targets last week, I guess is the one thing I can say that's a positive. Um, he's been very inefficient. Um, and the matchup is bad again for him. Panthers are the uh, top ranked um, in a DVP for running backs. So they've given up the least fantasy points per game to running backs. And this is a, a Giants offense that's pretty shaky, you know, you know, because they've been battered with injuries. So I guess you got to take a leap of faith. I mean, the, the volume will be there for him. Um, it's just a tough matchup. It is a low spread. You know, uh, Carolina is minus three. Um, so We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I think an interesting leverage play is Hubbard on the other, other side if uh, Booker's going to be um, popular. And then the other guy I wrote down was uh, Daryl Williams. This is a, he's getting more work. So he had 59 snaps last week, which is 10 more than CEH was getting. So he's kind of taken his role plus CEH's role, you know, you know now that he's, he's the guy CEH has been out. Um, this is, you know, he's a, a running back with on a team with a over 30 point team total in a good matchup. So um, he did have uh, 24 touches last week, two touchdowns. Um, you know, I, I'm more inclined to play the passing game for the chiefs this week, but you know, I can't deny that at $18 that Williams seems like a pretty good play. Yeah. So the, again, like if you just list those guys, Shuba Hubbard, Daryl Williams, Devonte Booker, it just shows how gross this week is, right? Those are the running backs where we're considering playing as values Oh, and Josh Jacobs too. all have their awards, but again, we need the value somewhere. And those guys are, are guaranteed volume for the most part. The other guy I did write down, and I do like all those plays that you mentioned. I think they're all in contention. The other one I wrote down is the ultimate leap of faith play is Miles Sanders, who over the last two weeks has actually taken over the backfield. Kenneth Gamewell uh, down to just 17% of the snaps uh, against Tampa Bay. And there has been some talk about needing to run the ball more and getting him more touches after he went for what 50, 60 yards on a couple carries against Tampa Bay. So again, it's another game that we like, and I always lean towards if there's a game, a shootout environment that we like lean towards the players in that game. If I'm breaking a tie and Sanders fits the bill, but again, he's a guy that I'm not thrilled about clicking, but it can save some value. Yeah. So I, and I, and I get it. And I, I, and he's getting some talk around I've heard. Um, and you know, from a town, I, I mention him every week when no one's mentioning him, right? Like I've always wanted to play some Miles Sanders and it's burned me um, every week. But, uh, you know, and last week was a tough match against Tampa Bay. He, you know, it's the problem is, is the volume is, yep. is a concern, right? So is the talent there? Yes. 
So like, would it shock you if they have a more rush run heavy attack and like they, you know, follow the coach speak and they use this guy who's extremely talented? Um, no, it's not going to shock me whatsoever. Problem is he's gotten nine attempts last week, 11 the week before, seven and two the, the two prior weeks before that. So there's definitely a low floor here. Absolute workhorse. Um, yeah, yeah. But he should be an absolute workhorse. I agree. But then, but then you got, you know, with Jalen Hurts, his rushing is obviously eating into that for sure too. So, yeah, like you said, there's warts with all these guys. I get that's a good – I think that's a really strong um, – uh, GBP play for the baller for sure. My main lineup, he won't make it. I'll say that now. I'm pretty it's sure. Um, uh, okay, another guy I'm looking at though, Damian Harris. Um, another leap of faith, right? Because Ramondre Stevenson looked pretty good um, and is coming on, and people want him. You know, it's got a lot of uh, buzz behind him. But um, Harris is still the, the lead workhorse. As long as he doesn't fumble. And like, you know, he got, he went for 18 attempts for 101 yards last week with a rushing touchdown. Um, you know, he doesn't get much passing work. Um, I think, um, you know, the fumbles and his, his pass blocking has played into some of that, but this is the Jets, a match from the Jets. This is a game that New England could, could lean on him pretty heavily. And I think that um, he's running out of favor. So I think that makes some sense for GPPs too. Yeah, I, I, I like him too. And, you know, we keep naming all these guys that we like, we kind of like, that can fit in. And at least the ultimate question for your main lineup, can you or should you pay up for Henry? What are your thoughts? I kind of want to. Uh, so what do uh, it's, it's funny. Like I, I like want to build a lineup with the highest salary guy at each position. So it's like, <laughs> I, I want Mahomes, right? Like I'm saying that I don't want to play Devonte Booker for $14. I've already saying that. Um, so it's pretty tough. Uh, I want, when we get to, to wide receiver, we're going to talk about three, you know, it seems like you got to play one of these guys that are all about 35 or $34 on the week. You know, there's three, really, really strong plays there. So yeah, um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. I want to, I got to play around and see if I can make it work. I mean, he is a freaking beast, right? And he gets better as the season goes on every year. The Chiefs 31st DVOA versus the run. Uh, he just, everyone was like, Bills are a tough matchup for running backs. You know, they've, they've stifled everybody. He busts out for 143 <laughs> yards and three TDs, right? And just looked like an absolute beast. Um, is there going to be a game where he busts? Yes, there should be, right? Like he's got to. <laughs> um, but play that, you know, clip, clip that and just play it back every week of the season. Well, he's week got to one, bust, right? He's never done. He busted week one, but like since then, that was his one it, time for the year. That's it. Yeah, and, and then he and then he had a like a subpar game, which was only because of uh, the t. He didn't get any rushing touchdowns against uh, the Colts, and uh, but he did have a hundred or over a hundred yards in that game, but man, you know, we're looking at 157 yards against the Jets, 130 yards against the Jags, 143 yards against Buffalo, and just uh, TDs all over the place. So I want to, I don't know if I can make it work. So my main preferred play, I'm going to write down is Daryl Henderson. So, um, and he's $27, but like the work is there. As long as he's healthy, the work is definitely there. I mean, he, Outsnapped Sony Michelle 54 to 12, out touched him 23 to uh, nine. He's running all the routes. Michelle's getting basically no, no routes, right? Um, and uh, they're a 16 point favorite with a top five offensive line. 
and this guy's talented. I've always believed in his talent. Um, and, uh, you know, and the lines are giving up the most fantasy points uh, allowed to, to opposing running backs. So, and people are going to play Stafford. So, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it's in like my 10 man, I got to wrestle with that. Like if I'd want to get down to Stafford and play Henderson with him, and just, I did that the week before with uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon and with the it worked out beautifully. <laughs> yeah. It worked out beautifully when both, both of them just went down. I mean, man, you couldn't, couldn't play that any worse. Um, but like the concept was there is just getting all, all the touchdowns in a game where they're with a massive team total. Um, but like, I, I, I still keep going back to the fact that I want to try to make, like, I think the spot I'm going to take is going to be fading Stafford playing Henderson and trying to get up to Mahomes. But uh, again, I'm, I haven't built and I'm, and I'm not there yet, but that's what I think. And then like Hubbard seemed like a, a strong play um, from a work and matchup standpoint, um, you know, giants are awful against the run 27th DVOA, 24th DVP, um, giving up big games to Zeke plus, uh, Henderson. Uh, the only worry there is, uh, Royce Freeman starting to eat into his passing game role a little bit. Um, and so maybe, but I don't think that's a huge worry. And he's like at that price point 22, where you can make him work. But again, I only, the only plays I feel strongly about doing well are Henderson and Derek Henry. And I realize that's pretty hard to get both of those guys in your lineup. Yeah, you just fit in Mahomes, Daryl Henderson, yeah. Henry. Yeah. It's an easy week, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the question is, right, can you fit in Henry? Do you have to play one or two of those value running backs? And, uh, yeah, I don't think there's an easy answer this week. And, I, you know, tournaments is a cop-out, but, it's you know, it's much easier this week because we – it's a, it's just so many low floor guys and there's some other tournament options that I like as well that I don't think a lot of people are going to play in, you know, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, DeAndre Swift, like those types of guys that should go way under the radar just because people are trying to jam in value and fit in some of these value plays. Yeah. Aaron Jones, no one's going to play um, 33 bucks. Just, just hard. hard. Oh, Leonard Fournette. Um, He's clearly taking over this backfield monster team total. Um, same tw- great game last week against the Eagles, uh, 81 yards, two touchdowns, uh, six targets. So like he's, he's getting the targets from Brady. He's getting he, 22 attempts was massive two weeks before that he had 20 attempts against new England. So, I mean, the work is there for this guy and he's, he's been great. So like maybe Fournette is someone I should be, you know, considering more. Yeah, because he's I mean, again, like you said, the 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 work is there, and he's I say only, but only twenty five dollars. But if you just look at the volume and take away the name and, and situation, like he's he's probably one of the top per dollar volume plays. So why not play a guy who's on one of these thirty plus point team totals who's going to get the work? So I, I agree with that. Maybe we should consider him more for our our main lineups. What about James Connor? It's gross. This, huh? Yeah, this is like this is the ultimate tournament play the game script play because you'd never really play him on a normal week, but the assumption is in the second half they're leading and he they're running the, the ball more and he gets, we know he gets the goal line work. So uh, I, I dig it for tournaments. I don't think we can go there in our main line. He's $23. I just, I literally just noticed that. And I don't know. I don't know if I can pay that price. Yeah. I mean, it's gross, but like the concept is there, right? Like it's just like Jonathan Taylor play, although Jonathan Taylor, much better player and with a better role, but um could be a game that they get, you know, take it, 
get out to an early lead and then just uh, ride James Conner and he finds himself with uh, a, a couple of uh, end zone carries and uh, I mean, he, and everyone else doesn't do so great. So um, he's, it's gross, but I think he's definitely should be considered. What about the ultimate regression play in, in Cordell Patterson at the same price? In a yeah, game man, like? I know. I, I just can't do it, but um, maybe I should be. I, ju I just can't. Let's, I mean, so his passing, the passing work has been there for him and it's crazy, but, uh, you know, now that Russell Gage is back now that, uh, um, Ridley's back too. Yeah. Ridley. Thank you. Sorry. Brains all over the place. Um, now that those guys are back, I just can't, I just can't pay 23 to Cordero Patterson, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we, we've been we've been wrong all year on it. Maybe he'll continue to score a touchdown every three touches. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I'll have a little of him in the the baller, but that's it. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, I think that rounds out the position pretty well. All right, let's move it on over to wide receiver. Going with our theme, we've got some some value plays here that don't make me feel very good. Uh, Jacoby Myers, number one at thirteen dollars. I have back to back weeks where he almost found the end zone. He actually did find the end zone last week and it was called back by a stupid penalty. Like, so it's just, this guy is just running so bad. Um, the week before that he was tackled at the one yard line. Um, he's going to get a touchdown. Um, he has a 25% target share. He's facing the jets who are 23rd in DVOA versus the pass. Um, Mac Jones is improving. So there is a lot to like, there is regression that should be coming. I realize it's it's crazy, but like if he scores a touchdown on each of those last two games at the price point he's been, he would we've been we'd be extremely happy with his performance. Yeah, um, just copy and yeah. paste every week his name. I I found this stat on Twitter the other day. Jacoby Myers in the history in the history of the NFL has 500 more receiving yards than the next closest player who's never scored a touchdown. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. Um, Devonte Smith, 14 bucks. So yeah. you're getting you're you're getting. Uh, the game that we like, right? We said we like this game, the Raiders and the Eagles. Um, you're getting the number one wide receiver for 14 bucks. Now, the, the what you're not getting is um, a high floor. You're getting a um, large range of outcomes, right? So he does have good ceiling based on, you know, wide receiver one production. Ertz is gone. Um, so that's, it should, you know, potentially you know open up some more targets some more red zone targets although uh, i think goddard's in a great spot and we'll get to that later but uh he does have a 22 percent target share does have a 39 percent air yards uh share on, on his team so it's all there the matchup isn't the greatest um they've been pretty good um versus uh opponent wide receivers they've been uh kind of a run funnel the raiders so you know that's why you kind of like uh, Miles Sanders, I'm sure. Um, and that does make sense, but like, so there's, so I'm saying I don't feel comfortable with it, but uh, there's a lot of good and a lot of uh, unknowns here with him. But another guy I got is Brandon Cooks. I mean, this 13 targets last week, awful offense game that they're going to lose, but should still get fed. Right. So that's all there is to that one. Those are the kind of my three value pays I wrote down. Okay. Yeah. So Devonta Smith, I got Jacoby Myers. I got, of course, every week. Uh, I'm also copy and pasting Robbie Anderson every week. I, I, it's pretty remarkable that he had 11 yards on 11 targets last week and saved his day with a touchdown. If they're going to continue to feed him the ball, eventually, 
I keep saying eventually. He eventually will have a great game. Uh, and again, he's still too cheap for the volume, so I'm going to continue to play him. Uh, Calvin Ridley is a little bit too cheap, uh, given his role in returning in a game that we like. A.J. Brown in a, in a huge game environment. Uh, we got to see if the, the Chipotle uh-huh. is okay with him. I hadn't for, even uh, checked. I, I didn't even check uh, Ridley. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Ridley's no price 23. Man, that, I want to play Ridley bad. There you go. So, um, so if you want to pay down to Ryan, you can play Ridley or just play Ridley by himself. 23 bucks is really good for his role. I remember the days when I would eat Chipotle all the time too. I mean, it was crazy that he said everything's just going right through his body's just rejecting food. Exactly uh, what you, you say, want to hear from your receiver. What'd you say you saw an interview? What did he say in the interview? Yeah. He said today after practice that they were interviewing him and he said Chipotle was offering him like a lifetime supply of whatever. And he was like, that's cool. But like, I'm, that doesn't mean I'm going to eat anything that they give me now. <laughs> Can't blame him. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, so AJ Brown in, in a game, assuming he's okay. Uh, that they should throw the ball a little more. Uh, Jameson Crowder is a little cheap. Christian Kirk, if you like that, the game environment. Again, lots of question marks down there. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think Jacoby Myers is by far the best value. Yeah, Corey Davis, I could see um, maybe Waddle, uh, at least for definitely for a bring back in the uh, Atlanta game, because I mean, who are you going to bring back on, uh, on the Dolphins? Um, and I think I overlooked Tyler Boyd. I, I usually mention Tyler Boyd in matchups where it's, where it's you know, and, and he's been terrible the last two weeks. I don't think I mentioned him the last two weeks. I hope I didn't. But he um, does. I think I mentioned him against Pitt when he had the matchup. And uh, he does have the matchup this week with the Ravens. They The slot receivers have been doing much better. So um, he is talented. I believe in the talent. This is a three, you know, three-horse three horses as their uh, receivers. So you never, you know, Jamar Chase, uh, Higgins and Boyd. So there's always that you always have to worry about the other guy um, taking stealing from you. But I think this week Boyd could get him. He's only 14 bucks. So definitely for the baller for sure. But I could, affordable. I could see myself getting on him like as like a main play, but he, it, it's really thin. I probably won't, but I could like see myself convincing myself to play him. For sure. um, and real quick, you and I were talking before the show, and I think this is probably one of the biggest questions, you know, at, at the position is if you go to the top of the range, right? Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, who do you prefer? Can you fit one? Who do you fit? What are you thinking? Yeah, so these are these are the plays. So if I'm playing Mahomes, it's because I and I'm probably going to want Tyreek, but there is the 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 question mark with you know with his uh, with his health um, at least. He, uh, let's see, let me pull up some practice. I see what they're saying. He doesn't have, uh, all right, his quad, he's still been sidelined. He was sidelined yesterday for Thursday practice. Same thing as was last week. He did see less, less snaps and less, less snaps, at least from last week, um, because of the quad injury, only 47 snaps. So that's a little bit of a concern. However, if I want to get to Mahomes, if I convince myself on attacking this horrendous Titans defense, um Tyreek's the guy I want I I don't man I love them all all three of them are great Devontae Adams 35 right Washington he's 35 bucks I like him this week um I got off him last week but Washington 28th in DVOA versus the pass 32nd DVP versus the wide receiver he's got the most receiving yards he's tied for first in receptions he's second in targets he's second in air yards what is he missing he's first in target share uh with 35.5 percent target share which is just insane what is he missing? He's only got two TDs on the on the 
on the season. That's going to, we know he's going to have these games where he's going to, he's going to put up three TDs in a game and break the slate. That's coming and Washington is a matchup where he certainly could do that. So uh, I love him this week. And then Cooper cup uh, on pace for 1850 receiving yards, 1,850 yards and 20 touchdowns. This dude is on pace for like just an instant, the best, the greatest, like just, yeah, the man, right. Um, He's got a great matchup. Uh, It's a matchup versus AJ uh, Parker. uh, And he's a top three matchup uh, for, uh, you know, that I looked up on a pro football focus this week. So it's like, in a game where maybe Stafford wants to, the narrative is there, right? If Stafford wants to to crush them via the pass revenge narrative, and uh, McVeigh lets him do that, and they just start throwing it, and like Cup is just going to eat. Robert Woods is cheap; he's the cheaper way to play that for only twenty bucks. Like both of them theoretically could go off, um, but like Cup has been a cheat code so far, and uh, I haven't been playing enough of them. <laughs> yeah i mean his price keeps going up and he just keeps scoring more and more this is the question is like i think it depends on who you play a quarterback this week right obviously if you play Stafford, you probably want cup with them if you play mahomes you probably want to try to get up to cyber even with the quad issue um but i do i i think Devontae is the best pure play like if you take out any correlation and ignore salary just ignore everything i think Devontae is the best pure play which is crazy because last year we were just well, at least i was complaining about how he was scoring multiple touchdowns every single game and now the opposite is flipped this year where he's not scoring enough touchdowns so uh i agree with you i think a big game's coming he would probably be the guy i tried to prioritize of those three but again i understand that it depends on your quarterback as well so if I do, so like, I'm already thinking like, so the way to play my lineups would be like, okay, if I want to get up to Mahomes, I play Tyreek and I just YOLO it all. Right. Um, and <laughs> if, if, if I'm going to play Stafford, like convince myself to go there, I'm probably going to not play Henderson and I'm probably going to play Cooper cup that way. Maybe I'll play Henderson too, but I just don't like the feeling of that, of having both of them. Um, then, uh, if I want to play Devonte Adams, which I really think I do at this point, maybe I try to get myself onto one of these rushing quarterbacks. Um, not play Rod. I mean, I'll play Rogers, obviously paired with him in the baller, but I'm talking like my main lineup. Maybe I try to get go back to a Lamar when people aren't playing him. Um, maybe I go to Kyler. Uh, maybe I go to Jalen Hurts, like one of those guys. Um, Is it crazy to play? to play Derek Carr or Matt Ryan and then play Devontae Adams and no, Derek so Henry? Derek Carr works perfectly because you can play Waller with the, you know, Waller is such a great play at tight end. So that might be the way, way to do it. Interesting. And if you're listening to this, Chris and I are just figuring this out live on stream, <laughs> figuring out strategy. And, uh, you know, it, sometimes it takes conversations and multiple iterations to get to the lineup that you like or the, the strategy that you want. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're doing a good job of, uh, of explaining that here. I mean, I'm going to use one of, we've just talked about one of the, one of those strategies is going to be the strategy I use. I don't know which one, but those are the different strategies right there. It's yep. going to come that will, it will be one of those. Um, all right. That's wide receiver. Any other like out there plays? That uh, let me see. I have one out? more. Uh, oh, we got to talk about uh, Antonio Brown is down gone now. So yes. he had the best matchup now. Um, so you were saying that. So he's out. He's already been ruled out. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, he just got ruled out. I, and I didn't 
didn't think it was in question, but yeah, he's out now. So you'd have to think that boosts, uh, especially Chris Goblin, but also Mike Evans a bit too. And they're both $24. So I guess technically they're both probably pretty underpriced given their team total and uh, the pass heavy nature of this offense. So both of those guys have to be in consideration. Yep. Um, And uh, Miko Hardman is only 15 bucks. Got to mention him every week. Um, All right, let's move it on over to tight end. Um, I didn't do much research because I just, it just looked to me like (laughs) I'm going to be playing Darren Waller um, at 21 bucks. However, uh, Travis Kelsey gets a discount for $28. um, And then there's Mark, like there's the, the big three, right? There's Mark Andrews, Darren Waller and Kelsey. Mark Andrews is 20 bucks this week. Um, I prefer, I, it's probably going to be my main lineup. Pretty sure it's going to be either Waller or Kelsey, and I'm not going to like mess around from there. However, there are some value plays. I do like, I did write down Robert Tunyon uh, for 10 bucks, just because he's dirt cheap. Um, I did write down Dallas Goddard. Uh, Ertz is gone that, you know, the role is going to, uh, increase for sure and you know he should be leaned on the Raiders um have been giving up a lot to opposing tight ends it's a great spot for him 27 DVP versus tight ends um they are over the last four weeks they've given up the most production uh over the last two games they've given up the most production um so uh all signs point to Goddard being a, a good play you know especially without Ertz like I said um Cole Komet would be like a punt, total punt, um, just because the Bucks. that's a spot to attack them. You know, you can't run on them. Um, they're going to have to be passing. There's going to be opportunity there for garbage time, too, with him. It's not a great play I like, but I, I don't know. It's really, really, I'm going to be focused on Waller or Kelsey. Yeah, it's it, and we like you said, we get a discount compared to what we have been paying for all these guys. Kelsey, we were paying 30 something dollars at the beginning of the year. Waller was uh, 30s at one point. Uh, Andrews was a little bit higher. But yeah, all three guys, super cheap, 28, 21, and 20, respectively. Uh, I, I, again, if you play Carr, obviously the, the correlation is there with Waller. Kelsey, seven more dollars you can get up to for the best volume tight end in the game. And then I, I, I 100% agree that Goddard is easily by far the best tournament play at tight end just because he's only three or four less dollars than Waller and Andrews but he has all these situational factors working in his favor. So um, he's definitely my favorite play main lineup though. I think you have to go with one of the big three, just because of the discount we get that we don't normally get for those guys. Yep. Uh, That's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, All right. Uh, Favorite stack. I have a favorite offensive stack with I don't want to bring anyone back. So maybe you're going to give me the, maybe it's, and, and you can probably guess that I, I think for GVP, the baller, I, I do like this Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley. I mean, that price on Ridley just really stands out to me. That's um, what I had circled as well. I had that, that circled as well. That as Matt Ryan is my favorite. But who, who do we bring it back with Waddle? Uh, Waddle, or we could, you know, Mike Gesicki has been getting a ton of volume. Yeah, Obviously Devontae yeah. Parker has been out and Gesicki. I don't think, I mean, I guess people will play him. Um, but again, he, he's only a couple more dollars cheaper than those big three we talked about. So that automatically suppresses his ownership. I, I think maybe he's the guy Waddle. You can, you can get there as well, but, um, it, you know, it's hard to argue with the upside in this game environment for Ryan Ridley, you know, the, the, the run back is tough. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, he is a wide receiver playing tight yeah. end. So I like that. So, um, 
Yeah, that's that makes more sense actually. So, but it would be one of those guys, I think. I mean, or would one of these their running backs just going to go off and and tilt me? But I, I have no <laughs> yeah, idea. play roulette and figure out which one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, what about so the, I sorry I stole your thunder with that same play you wrote down, but you got another one. Yeah, I guess I'll just go to the other game that we like that that should fly under the radar a little bit in that that uh, Philadelphia and an Oakland game. Uh, I mean, we we named like a player at every position on both sides that we like here. So I don't know which one is my favorite yet, but I think probably playing the car side, playing Waller. I like Brian Edwards this week as a cheap wide receiver option, 100 yards last week, still hasn't scored a touchdown since that week one game. And uh, and then you can run it back with Devonta Smith or Miles Sanders, or if you don't play Waller, you can play Goddard. I think there's just a lot of stacking options at a, an affordable price. And then you could play one, two guys from those those high team, high team total, big favorites in your other spots. So I think that's the way to go. And that's probably my favorite stack this week. Man. I mean, doing a double with uh, Brady Evans and Godwin. Oh, that's nice too. That's pretty tempting this week. That's pretty nice. Now, now, that, now that they're out. Um, who do you, who do you, who would you, who do you bring it back with though? Is another, is the Komet, I guess, right. Bring it back with Komet or I, I, I did have a Rob written down. Um, I think he has a big game soon. A Rob or Mooney. Be. So you, you bring it back with one of those guys, probably a Rob so. or Mooney. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that's a show week seven in the books. We'll be back again next week for week eight. Um, hope uh, everybody's doing well and, uh, and is enjoying Yahoo, even though they, uh, need to tighten up some of their interface things and things like that. Right. Like can get a little is, tilting, but is there a way I asked you this before, is there a way to look at all of your lineups in a specific contest? Like on DraftKings, you can look at my entries. I told you, I, I, I don't, I do not think so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know right. if, if it exists. So yeah, um, get on that, please. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. They're pretty responsive when I do make suggestions. Um, so uh, I, I definitely need, I need to write down some and give them a list. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's a wrap. RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast, presented by Yahoo Week 7. Over, we'll see you again next week for Week 8. Thank you.